Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Steel Wars call-in show. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And for the next 90 minutes or so, we will be taking your calls on all things Star Wars. But this is a very special episode as well, as we will be reviewing your, or the listeners, 2017 Star Wars predictions. Back in January 2017, we did a prediction show and people called in and emailed in and they prophesied at what Star Wars news or storyline developments in universe or in real life may happen. And let me tell you, many of you were very wrong, but we'll try to weed <laughs> it down on this show to find out who was. This year's number one Star Wars fortune teller. And to help us do this, the man that helped us get through the prediction show is back to congratulate the winners and pour salt on the wounds. He is an internet celebrity. He is the reason why we're doing this episode a little bit earlier than we normally do in the day because he's got to go drive a tram. It's from the Weekly Planet podcast. Nick Mason. Thank you, Steele. It is so good to be here. It is so good to be the winner. I'm, I'm so happy that I made the most <laughs> accurate prediction. Thank you. Uh, I don't know where you are. You're probably in Hollywood right now, but if you could engrave that, that Steel Wars Hollywood Award for me and just send it right on over and I'll take that. Don't you worry. Thank you so much. Okay. Very uh, presumptuous. I've, I've, I've got Don... Legaspi, uh, our great listener in San Francisco, has gone through all the predictions from our January 4th, 2017 show. And uh, the first prediction you do make, Nick, is um, yes. apparently it's jokingly, but you predicted Aquaman would be, and I quote, much, much bigger than episode eight. So we still don't know. But, um, oh, yeah, well, we there. don't know. That's, that's, been, that's been pushed back a little, I think. So, yeah, we, we, we will not know. But, uh, look, based on, uh, based on the last few returns of those last couple of DC movies, uh, look, I was definitely making a joke there. I was definitely 100% not serious. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a joke on my behalf. Love to make yeah. jokes on the internet. Yeah, well, we've seen a bit of that this year. You say something <laughs> controversial on the internet, then you say it's a yep. joke. So uh, mm-hmm. yep. he's played the card, and he's played the card well. Was Aquaman meant to come out this year, or is that are we just 
Uh, no, it's, I think it's going it's, it's to be next year. It's okay, yeah. Look, I'm not good with predictions or dates. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was part of that prediction but, that Aquaman uh, was going to be pushed forward? That was, it's a big prediction. <laughs> it could have been, yeah. It, was, it could have been Aquaman was pushed forward to directly compete with Star Wars Episode Eight, which did not come true. Now, I'll be honest oh. with you, Neil, I cannot remember a single thing uh, that I did predict last year, but I, I take it you have them all written down there, so that's good. Yes, Dom has done. Throw them back a, in my face, still. Is a awesome one. I'll, there's plenty to throw everywhere, and I know that I got my prediction wrong, and I still went forth with this call-in show. So that's true. Uh, I, You're I feel, a big enough man to admit it. I'm very pious today, very pious. But um, so we are going to review all the predictions, and we'll work out which ones came true, and then I. Think, I'm not sure how many did come true, but if we need to, we might put it to an audience vote of which oh, yeah. prediction. Because it's not only getting the prediction right, it's the most surprising prediction. Like anyone can predict that the last true. Jedi would top the December box office. That's a no-brainer, as they say in the industry. But, For sure. Like any, a prediction that's just like, hey, lightsabers. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's correct, but it's, uh, you know, it's not a surprise, is it really? Mm, mm, mm. Very, mm, very true. Mm. Before we get to the predictions, and uh, we have uh, put out a call if any predictors could uh, call in and claim yeah. their prediction from last year, which is a um, brave of them, brave. Very brave. So I appreciate that. Mm. It does uh, come into claim. But uh, we'll get through some housekeeping. With the live shows, we've rescheduled the LA one. That will be on the 13th of January at 3.30 p.m. at Hollywood's Scum and Villainy Fan Cantina, where we had the Sam Whitwell one. That is a great venue. It is decked out like a very familiar cantina in a very familiar film series that we are all aware of. It is such a fun place to hang out. And we actually, after the last one, Nick Mason, we had, we had a, we had a yeah. pop-in visit from uh, Neil Scanlon, creature extraordinaire oh. in the, the new trilogy. Yeah, right. So uh, that was very exciting. The, uh, very nice. The, and look, and just remember, if you go to the Scum and Villainy uh, uh, cantina, uh, two drink minimum, and they will cut off one of your hands. Guaranteed. It's all, still part of the experience. Yep. <laughs> Excellent work there. Excellent work. Now, Thank you. Um, Thank you. So that, that is on the 13th. Tickets, I'm just waiting for brown paper tickets to give me the thumbs up, but they'll be on sale any second now if you go to steelwars.com forward slash live. And then on the 20th of January, we will be in New York City at Union Hall in Brooklyn, for a live podcast there with our old mate from The Daily Show, Nick Mason, Ronnie Chang, will be yelling at me Very for good. 90 minutes. Rotten Ronnie Chang. Let him, you know what, hang out with him beforehand for like an hour. He'll get all his aggression out. Maybe he can beat you in basketball and then he'll be quite civil on the podcast. No, I, I, I need the, um, I want to harness his anger at me. I think it works. Good idea. Good, good idea. That's it's a good dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. Save, save, save mm. it for the podcast, as they say at yeah. my house. <laughs> that's very true. Indeed. People get very annoyed with that. 
so they're on sale and and you know it's a great if you're coming by yourself you know people hang out before and after and it's a great way to meet new star wars fans if you are a patreon which is only three dollars a month we have a slew of bonus shows up this week my wife jacqueline and her friend blondie did a slightly wine infused bonus show breaking down (laughs) the last jedi it is it's received uh, some pretty good reviews uh and then there's a new episode <laughs> of the robo report with infamous colin show caller robo breaking down the last jedi in the nitpicky way that only he can and there's a new making steel wars with me and jason ward talking about the reaction to the reaction to the reaction <laughs> to the reaction of the last jedi Let's 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 do a few predictions, Meso. Let's go. Darren Lochner from Melbourne, a a great supporter of the podcast. He predicted he would see Luke Skywalker in one of the Last Jedi trailers with a lit lightsaber. Mmm. Mm. Now I missed the last couple of uh, I missed the last couple of trailers. I was trying to avoid spoilers, so I missed. So I, I don't know. I, haven't, I don't remember all the trailers. Did this? Did this happen? Did not. They, okay. The closest we would have got was he was holding a lightsaber in I think the Chinese poster, maybe. Mm, okay. Mm. Mm. But um, mm. no lit lightsaber in a trailer so sorry darren that one Ba-bam. that is a big thumbs down it was an easy layup too luke skywalker lightsaber you'd think that'd be a no-brainer but no we're out we are out i think try, we've got actually, i think we've got a predictor on the line yeah. dom is this you indeed it is how you doing guys it's hey, dom, dom. From SF. Now, do you remember what your prediction was, Dom? I've got it here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had predicted that uh, there was going to be some some revelation on Rebels that uh, Ahsoka, Maul, and uh, I believe Kanan would uh, somehow ascend to be the, uh, the new father, son, and daughter uh, of Mortis. And I promised I was sober when I came up with it. <laughs> That's my favorite type of prediction not coming right. The ones that I just, yeah, I, I, I'm not into. Are, are you much of a, a Mortis fan, Nick Mason? Do you know what we're even talking about? No. Look, I understood some of the words at the start of the sentence. <laughs> all. Um, and I understood Rebels as a concept. But then I discovered you were talking about a different kind of Rebels, the, specifically the TV series that I don't watch. So at that point, I was done. But uh, if you could break it down in a plain English for me, that would be great. And then we can laugh at this, un, this, this ridiculous prediction that somebody made. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so this is, that was pretty much your, your, uh, almost exactly your reaction last year uh, when you <laughs> read the email. It's good to know that I'm consistent and that I don't do any research after the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, I won't. I, won't I like that. What Mortis is and all that. That's 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 probably too uh, lengthy of a discussion for a Colin show. Well, shoot for well, the stars. That's what I say. That's what Star Wars is all about. So I'm, I'm glad you made a wild prediction. 
But, but that said, Dom, that said, and I don't want this to happen because I find that a little bit, a bit too fantasy in my Star Wars. But we've, we've still got half a season left of Rebels to go. So, you know. Oh, but I guess Maul got killed. So, uh, no, that's not <laughs> coming true even. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to, like, you know, throw your bone on that one. But no, no, definitely not coming true. In my opinion, probably for the best. I will say, though, that if people... I know people now are trying to think of their predictions for next year. And next week, Friday, if you're in America, Saturday, if you are in Australia, we'll be doing another call-in show. And you can submit your 2018 predictions and your podcasting <laughs> life mate, Mr. Sunday Movies, will be co-hosting on that one. So Terrific. Look, I'm glad... Look, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he is taking the heat this year. I'm, I, I thought for a moment that this was going to be the prediction show for 2018 and I was going to be trapped in a continuous cycle of predicting and then getting all my predictions wrong and that would continue until the end of time. But uh, Mr. Sunday Movies, it's all yours. Good luck. Nice. And, uh, yeah, if people can't get into uh, phone in their predictions when we do live, you can email them at prediction at steelwars.com. That is prediction at steelwars.com for next week's prediction show. Include your name and where you are listening from in that. That would be appreciated. And I actually did listen to a little bit of the prediction show to remember how we did it last year or the start of the year. <laughs> and, and Nick Mason was very impressed that I'd set up a, uh, a dedicated email. <laughs> it's beyond my capability still. My, I, get my gra- I get my grandkids do it, to do it for me. I don't understand this modern world. Wow, he is, he is living that beard lifestyle. And uh, I'm That's hoping, right. Nick, we can, we can end the podcast today. I, I'll give you the podcast mm-hmm. to think of it. But I would, I would love, you know, for you to set the mood. And, and do the very first 2018 prediction for next week. So have that okay, in your back pocket mm-hmm. for later on. Okay, I'll think about it. Dom, how's the agony of defeat going? You know, not so bad. Uh, as I was going through the, uh, through the last year's show and making, you know, writing down all the predictions, I was like, yeah, I was marking the, the things that were, you know, questionable and yellow and, and uh, the stuff that was accurate and green and, and then the stuff that was wrong and red. And, and you know, there was a lot of red on the pages. Um, so you know, <laughs> I, I feel knowing that, that I was wrong, um, but not as wrong as some of the others that, are, that, that were on there, I'm okay. I'm good. Excellent, Dom. I thank you. What did you think about the level of prediction? Did you think more would be right, or did, were you sort of? Um, what, what was your opinion? It's pretty hard to see a, a year in the future. Uh, always in motion, the future is. So, um, you know, you, it, it, some of it was was pretty out there, and some of it was pretty safe. So it was a, it was across the board. Okay. All right. And uh, are you working on next year's prediction? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm gonna have Excellent. to go. Um, I'm gonna have to go middle of the road. Nothing, nothing too out there like Mortis. 
nothing too safe, like uh, there will be a, a Star Wars movie released in 2018. Um, you know, something, something middle of the road. All right. Well, I look forward to your very beige prediction next week. It's, uh, <laughs> I like it, though. That's, you know, you've got, to, you've got to play to win. You've got to play to win, Dom. But um, thanks so much for writing all these out. It was a huge help, mate. Yes, sir. No problem. Thanks, Cheers, pal. man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care, you guys. Bye. Bye. All right. We've got a couple of people on hold. I'll, I'll, let's find out if these were predictors or listeners that we can talk to later on. 215, who are you and where are you calling from? Joe from Pennsylvania. Joe, you had a prediction, yeah? Yes. All right. Wait there. I'm going to call it up, Joe. Wait there, buddy. Well, isn't it amazing? We can get a call all the way from Transylvania. I think it was Pennsylvania, mate. No, it no, was Transyl- It was Transylvania. <laughs> all right, the Pennsylvania. home of the Dracula. Oh, oh my God! So you're Joseph from Pennsylvania? Yes. All right. Are, are you brace yourself for this one, Maso? What was your prediction, mate? All right, I'm ready. I predicted that Admiral Ackbar wouldn't make it out of the last Jedi arrived. Wow. He's done it. Pretty good. Big call. Joe. Big call. Now, wow. let, me, let, let me ask you this. When you were watching the film for the first time, did you at all think, I've nailed this prediction show? When, when did it cross your mind that you could be onto a big win? Not until uh, the end of the movie, because I I like Admiral Akbar, but it I ever burst in 2016, and I thought maybe they'd have a send off or something. The uh, mm. I'm I'm very impressed with that. That that is so far you, you're in the lead. That that is a, a that is a and such a good prediction because it's not it's not too convoluted. But, yeah, I, I, I'm impressed with that, Joe. All right, I'm going to put you on mm. hold, mate. You, you, I'd be sitting pretty pretty. I, I haven't seen one as... I haven't looked through them all yet, but uh, that is a pretty good one. Admiral Akbar not making it out of The Last Jedi. This mystery prize pack of mine is... It, it could be heading your way. But um, we'll talk to you in a little bit, mate. All right, sounds good. All right. I don't know... Is that you making that noise, or was that Joe, Mason? It sounded like a, a, a duck beak in there. Oh, yeah, that's my duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. All right, sweet. We should, we should, get, uh, we should get our pal just then to uh, maybe predict who's going to die next time as well, like in episode nine. I think maybe he's Ooh. got... He's sort, of, he's sort of tapped into the underworld somehow, and he, he knows. He's, he's, got a, he's got a vibe, so we should check with him in a little bit and just see who he thinks is going to go next time. That, that is a... A pretty apt yet morbid idea, Nick. So uh, I'm Thank with you. you. I'm with you, buddy. All, All right. right. Three, uh, three, four, seven. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, Phil. It's Emily. Emily Lins. How are you Hi, doing? Emily. And, and, and I believe you're calling from the laundromat. I am calling from the laundromat. It's very exciting. 
Well, I, I'm impressed because your podcasting partner on the um, the Canterbite is it Dispatch? Why do I always yes. get that confused? I always want to say Exchange. I get ye olde telephone things mixed up. But um, Brittany, she is our casino correspondent. Are you here to take the mantle of laundry mat correspondent? What's going on at the laundry mat? <laughs> Oh, God, I hope not. That's, like, the most depressing thought ever. This is, like, every week now when you do the call-in show, I have to be at the laundromat. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Well, well, knowing from some of you... The just won't come out. I have to keep being at the laundromat. (laughs) Well, judging by some of your previous calls, I don't think I want you to be that drunk down at the laundromat. (laughs) Look, I managed to make the phone work. It's not on mute. I'm doing pretty good tonight, Field. The, the, the mute phone call was, was pretty good. I, I was very impressed with that one. Now, Emily, I've pulled up your prediction. This is yes. interesting. It, it, it's all up to interpretation, this one. What was oh, your prediction? God. I believe that my, inter- that my prediction was that we were going to get an announcement of a live-action TV show. Now, I guess Bob Iger did tell investors to Disney that there was going to be one. Meso, would you would you make that an official announcement? Now, what did, do you know his exact wording, or was he just like, "Look, at some point we're gonna we're gonna expand into television," or did he no, say, it "Listen, was, it's gonna be"? T- it was. It's going to be part of the Disney streaming service in 2019. Yeah, I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say that's accurate. That's good. I like that. Excellent. I, I I've, I've bolded that into the uh, correct prediction. Um, I've got a little system going on here, so um, <laughs> not bad. So we've got some competition for Admiral Akbar not making it out of the Last Jedi. So we, we are going to have to go to an audience vote, I think, because I, I'm not. Who am I to judge? Who am I? Mm. You know, it's not like my name's on the front of the podcast or anything. But I know I also like an audience vote. Something about that excites me. And you, mm, you know, democracy in action. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right. So um, I'm pretty impressed, Emily. I'm pretty impressed. You're in the game. You are in the game. Okay. Good to know. Excellent. And uh, if you're around later on and you want to talk some uh, Last Jedi. Just message me and let me know. All right, sweet. All right. And um, don't mix white with colors or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not the best advice generally. in 2017. No, no, not at all. All right. <laughs> Talk to you in a bit, Emily. All right. Bye. So I, I think we've gone through the people on hold. If we do have any um, of this year's predictors, Listening in, uh, the number is 646-668-8360. And uh, then later on, you can talk Star Wars. If you're a non-predictor, we can do that later on. All right, let's get nice. through some of, these, nice. some of these predictions. Rob Crosby uh, from, from Park I was just going to say a quick question, Steele. Yes. Have, uh, have, you have you had your casino uh, representative call in and discuss the casino scene in, uh, in Last Jedi? Do they have many opinions yeah. on it? She actually did call in last week, Brittany. Great. And uh, she was a big fan. Big fan. Great. Good. Good. 
good. Where, where do you stand there. on the very controversial casino scene, Nick Mason? Look, I think it, it to me it felt a little prequely, and I think that's probably the 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 animal riding. And uh, uh, look, uh, I. I, I feel it could have been streamlined into 10 minutes or we could have, we could have, you know, cut to them, you know, as the action is taking place and they're escaping the planet or something like that. I think, I think they probably could have trimmed it down significantly, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it for a while and then I'll probably change my mind. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I found, have you only seen it once? I have only seen it once. Yeah. Okay, because I, the first time I saw it and then I sort of heard the criticism, I'm like, oh, yeah, it did go for a fair while. Then the next time I watched it, <laughs> it really breathed past. So, okay, all right. I don't know. Well, I look, know. That, if, it's, if it's still in cinemas in a couple of days, I'll, I'll check it out again. Yeah, I've got a feeling it might still be yeah. there, mate, though. I've got a feeling yeah, it might probably. still be there. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So we've got Rob Crosby from Parts Unknown. He predicted that in the lead-up or immediately following the release of The Last Jedi, subsequent spin-offs and saga films will be delayed depending on how the Leia storyline is resolved. This is... It's kind of right, but wrong. Look for the release yeah, because- date of Episode 9 to be extended for up to six months to allow rewrites. Oh, mm. well, like I haven't heard any of those details. I, I I'm going to rate that one as right because I, I you know, okay. from what I know with Trevor Al, you know, oh, it yeah. was it was a difference of opinion how to go forward. So I think we'll put that into uh, Rob Crosby. He's in contention. He's so far okay, he's in all the. Right. Vo- so far, he's in the votes. I think on, I'd like to do it on um, on Twitter, and I think on Twitter you get four options. So I'm hoping we mm-hmm. just have four possibilities. That's my goal. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, all right. Yeah, that's 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 not bad. Not bad at mm. all. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. Rob would then went on, and we were, we we're trying to be strict with one prediction. But Rob, I don't know, I don't know what he's doing. He also he just can't help himself, Rob. He, I know. He also predicted the announcement of the Kenobi standalone revolving around his exile on Tatooine. The movie will star Ewan McGregor and Joel Edgerton, and will be directed by Steve McQueen. <laughs> okay, great. Maso, the, the dead Steve McQueen. Maso yes. just then predicted that Rob would not win the prize pack. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that well, would be I'm, ironic. I'm very, well, I'm, yeah. If, if he did win it for the other one. That's correct. Uh, okay. Fine. All righty. Jen from New York predicted we will get the Kenobi standalone primarily primarily based on Ray being revealed to be Kenobi's granddaughter. The oh, movie would demonstrate that Kenobi... Get this one. The movie would demonstrate yep. that Kenobi <laughs> wasn't always alone on Tatooine. That oh. sounds sexy. I know, right? Mm. 
Sorry, Jen. No, um, mm. no Kenobi sex scenes. People just want to see Will nah. McGregor have sex, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or Alec Guinness. The agent Alec Guinness. Keep him the same age. I don't know. I don't care. Either. either. Still good. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, if, if I... All right, here's, this, is a, oh, this is Star Wars podcasting at its worst. Um, I'm ready. All right, Nick Mason. This is... Yes. You're, you're at the, the Black Mirror Star Wars celebration, right? Oh, no. All right. You have to watch the sex yes. tape of one of the Obi-Wan Kenobis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you go to Ewan McGregor oh. sex tape or the Alec Guinness yep. Obi-Wan Kenobi sex tape? Now, that's assuming they're not having sex with each other, correct? It's not, it's not just the one sex tape. Wow, you've really... That went in a way I didn't expect. No, let's go with, with two separate sex tapes. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, I feel the Alec Guinness one is probably going to be more polite, so I'll probably go with that one. <laughs> it's all about decorum, Steele. It's what it's about, all right? Okay, all right. We probably should leave that one there. Um, all right, fine. I then made a prediction. I'm not sure what this was in regards to Meso, but uh, Steel yes. Saunders from Rosebud predicted Meso would be as top a bloke as he was in 2016. Oh, stop it, Steel. Stop it, mate. Stop. That's you not are. too bad. You're a top bloke. Okay. Well, look, you're, in the, you're definitely in the running to be most okay. accurate. So. Okay. But that's not so... Nah, good on you, know, mate. That's, that's not a that's not that, that's an actual prediction I made on the show. I'm not sure why we did that, but I don't like, believe it either. It's on point, but not surprising, you know. And it's also not it's also not really Star Wars related, is it? No, judging by your one viewing of the Last Jedi, it definitely isn't. That's it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. God. All right, Daniel Swain from Parts Unknown predicted that Harrison Ford would have a secret cameo as Han Solo in a Last Jedi flashback. Ooh. Mm. That, is, that is a ripping thumbs no. That is a yeah, ripping thumbs is, yeah. no. I, I must admit, I did hold out hope for a, uh, a flashback meeting of Han, Leia, and Luke. That would have been... Yeah, right. Mm. That would have been nice. Mm. But we've got, we got our Leia and Han, I mean, our Leia and uh, Luke moments, so pretty good. All right, Luke from Indiana yeah. predicted Chewbacca, the great Wookiee, would die in The Last Jedi. Hmm, trying okay. To, trying, yep. to, trying yep. to pull a Joseph from Pennsylvania there, but zero buys. <laughs> zero buys on yep. that one. Mm. Um, this one is again on point but not very surprising Steel Saunders of Rosebud predicted he would mispronounce and I quote many listeners names and uh, <laughs> spot on spot on spot on nailed it mm. alright here we go from Adelaide Sam in a Marathi, which is just proofing my <laughs> tricky. <laughs> I've got Sam right, which is uh, 
no, you know, small, no small, small task. Um, but Sam from Adelaide predicted that the Knights of Ren would be the main villains in The Last Jedi and that there Ooh. would not be much Kylo Ren in the movie. <laughs> wow. Well, if anything, there was, there was more Kylo Ren than any of us expected. There was, oh, man. There was, certainly more, there was certainly more waistband than any of us wow. expected. There was, there was mm. way more chest. I can tell you that. Yes. Oh, mm. Very invigorating. Ben Swallow, that that's what they're calling him now. Oh, nice. That is, uh, yeah. that is a sweet pun. Sweet pun. I had this the uh, just today on Twitter, Meso. Twitter's where mm-hmm. I, I, yes. I chat Star Wars a fair bit. And then after mm-hmm. I get fed up with it, I, I go back to the, the, the warm embrace of our Facebook group, the Star Wars Listener Safe Haven. And then also the weekly mm-hmm. content group is a it's a sane discussion place but i was tweeting about how um you know don't talk to me about the most cringeworthy line in star wars when you're talking about the last jedi when you've got Mm -hmm. the the c-3po this is such a drag line from uh, attack of the clones and and, uh, someone was very upset with this and they couldn't understand why that was a cringy line at all (laughs) Uh, well, look, a lot of people have grown up on those. I, I, I always forget that a lot of people grew up on the Star Wars prequels. And so everything's just, you know, it's, it's, it's all just a joy. So, you know, they, they, they're, they're blinded to the truth still. That's what's happening. But that, that's what's happening there. All right, here we go. Chris Willis from the UK, he predicted that Kylo Ren would die in The Last Jedi and that Luke would be mm. reluctant to train Rey as he has done with the ways of the Jedi. If you only went one half of that prediction, Chris. One. Oh, he's 50-50, this guy. Okay. Oh. See, wow. This is, this is the tip, you know, for predicting for next week. Don't go too broad. Don't double down. No. Don't go for, like, the, yeah. like a double prediction. Mm, Oof, yeah. That, you know, that, that would have been... Quite a predict because you know you, everyone has to realize this is before we had a teaser. We we, we were we were true, yeah. coming off the the warm gritty glow of Rogue One. So uh, right. Chris, you could have been that. That was did you like that the gritty glow? I did love it. It was good. Yeah. All right. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, Nike Lee from Williamstown predicted the Han Solo film will be reported as a buddy film surrounding Han and Chewie with Chewie's roars, oh my God, translated into witty quips using subtitles, a voiceover, or an electronic translation color. Wow, okay. Talk about doubling down. Chewie will get jealous of Han's relationship with Lando and Amelia Clark's character. (laughs) Wow. That's, uh, look... There's, there's some benefit to going specific as we as we learn from Death of Akbar, but that is that is very specific. Uh, and all right. really, all I've heard about this Han Solo solo film is uh, that no one's happy with it and everybody's getting fired. So uh, he was close, but no cigar. But are you ready to have your mind blown, Meso? Yes. Dom, Dom has included the side note. Meso. Yes makes a slightly racist no 
prosthetic joke about Ron Howard doing a voiceover Arrested Development style to explain Chewie's roars. Wow. Well, that's the jury's still out, isn't it? I mean, Howard's in, so well, we won't know until we won't know until we get in the cinemas, will we? Yeah. All right. So, um, wow. I think uh, I think Mesa was onto something there. He was getting those Ron Howard vibes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Patrick Bonfrisco from Anaheim predicted that we won't get Ignite the Green in The Last Jedi. I'm going to mark that one down look, as look, wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, we got, we got a flashback Ignite the Green. We got a, we got a hologrammatic Ignite the Green. How do you feel about those, Steel? You, you still counting those, I guess? I count the flashback. It's not the it's not the yep. ignite the green, you know that we, um, you know the hero's moment. It was actually his least heroic moment in his life. But yeah, that's the right. actual act of igniting the green did take place. So that's um, true. It's in. Okay. Good. Mm, good. Good. Mm, mm, very nice. Uh, mm. Oh, this one. This one's very interesting. Michael Pappas from New York City predicted Ray will fall in love with. Johnny Grasso, halfway through The Last Jedi. So uh, that's an interesting one. Johnny Grasso's a bit of an East Coast... Thank you. ...Star Wars podcasting, inverted commas, celebrity. So uh, oh, there see, we go. Right. Okay. Very good. And then, and then Johnny Grasso called in to predict that oh, he, yes, will buy, so he will buy steel so many drinks. And I'm seeing him mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks at our New York show, so... Hopefully that prediction can come true in 2018. Mm-hmm. But on a more serious note, Johnny Grasso predicted, and it's a bit early to tell, that The Last Jedi will be the highest grossing Star Wars film of all time. And I don't see that happening. I think okay. uh, The Force Awakens... I think, yeah, I think, I think it was quite... Regardless of the quality of the film... I just don't think, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, I don't think the middle film's beating the first film. Right, yeah. I mean, there was, there was, there's been literally decades of hype for this, for, for The Force Awakens. And, yeah, I mean, that's bringing in people who would ordinarily never see a Star Wars. Uh, and, yeah, like, I, I think you're right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, mm. this new one is bringing in a lot of people who saw it once and went, you know what, I don't know how to think yet. I've got to see it again. And they're just going straight back in for another, for another session. So, you know, there's, there's, there's always hope. I do like that you're immune to that, though. How so? Well, you haven't gone back. I haven't gone back. I will. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm running short on time, but I'll go back. I'll go back this week. <laughs> Prediction. Meso doesn't go mm. back. Our, uh, my podcasting friend from Costa Mesa, Randy Lagudice from, now this is podcasting predicted, uproar, this is a pretty good prediction, uproar over frivolous things, Star Wars will still be back, there will definitely be another Star Wars movie, and there will be episode eight reshoots that will be overestimated. Mm. I think that's actually wrong, because I don't think there was any, um, any discussion about episode eight reshoots that were overestimated? No, I didn't hear. I didn't hear any dramas. No, I've heard. I've heard mm. half solo reshoots. 
but I've not heard episode eight reshoots. It, it, it's amazing that the the actual shooting, the the production of the Last Jedi was completely drama free. They were just saving it all for release day, and then all yeah, hell right. broke loose. Yeah, right. Have, how how do you all- um? Has your, has your opinion of the film changed since you watched it? You know, we did the the uh, the reaction podcast, which is which is up, uh-huh. and and you're you know you're sort of reacting to it at you know three thirty in the morning. But um, sure, yes. Like, like like in in thinking about the film, did it like change your opinion of it at all for the better or for the worse? Look, honestly, I have been. Here's the thing: I don't think it has changed. I did. I do still really enjoy it, but I have been thinking about it a lot, which I think is a testament to uh, the, the 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 film itself. That I, you know, it's, it's perhaps the, the Force Awakens. I think probably I, you know, I watched it and I enjoyed it, and then I just sort of moved on with my life. Uh, but with uh, the last Jedi, I have been thinking about it a lot, and there has been, and you know, I've encountered a lot of debate, uh, certainly on the internet. But uh, again, like. If, you know, if somebody points out, oh, you know, why don't they always just hyperspace through a dreadnought or et cetera, uh, it still hasn't diminished my enjoyment of it all. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just, it's a good film. I liked it. I'll, right. I'll let this, you know once I've seen it again. Excellent. But it is, I, yeah, I sort of, like, after the first time I saw it, I, I sort of, like, in the hours after, sort of unraveled, was like, oh, oh, oh. In, uh, in, in just talking to people. All right, here's um, a prediction. Yeah. Here's, this was my actual prediction. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get the feeling that Ron Howard might have wished this came true. Steele predicts that the solo film will be pushed back to December 2018. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon I... That, that, that could have been a contender. To, I guess if any of them came true, they could have been contender to win, but... Damn it! That's true. All right. Uh, now, Phil, what, what do you think of this? What did you think of this poster that came out? Do you think it's Do you think it's a real poster? Or do you think it's a fake poster? Everything about it is real. Okay. Uh, right. Good. Yeah. I, I I just like like I don't like I like apparently like I think it was Flash Film got confirmation that Lucasfilm that it wasn't produced by them that it was produced. Mm-hmm. I, I I sort of think that's like some a bit of a cheap loophole. It, like, it was produced yeah, right, by a right, right. Like, like someone yep. that is in the business of Star Wars officially made that art. Yeah, right. Because, right. like, that's the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, right, uh-huh. Yeah, like, from, like, all the stuff I've seen of Millennium Falcon pictures from the new film, like, that's it exactly. So, yeah, right, uh, right, right. I, I think you'll find, I, yeah, I don't know why they're saying it's not. Like, sometimes I, I sort of feel like they just don't quite get how the internet works. Sure, and yeah. Like, and sometimes it's just better just to go with the flow and just go, mm. yeah, that's that's leaked art, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's that's what it will be proved to be. What, what did you think about the new Millennium Falcon, Meso? Or the, the old Millennium Falcon, uh, which is new? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, look, I, I like... I, I really enjoy the... the 
as much as I hated, say, the prequels, I did enjoy what, they, what I think they got right is that interesting transition between this shiny old universe, this shiny, the shiny early universe and the, the dirty, busted old universe. And I kind of always like to see what they're putting in the middle there. I like to see all those gaps filled, so I, I, I quite like the look of it. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, I sort of... Mm. Yeah, like that it has, like it's sort of revealing how fallen apart the Millennium Falcon is. Yeah, right, right. Like it actually sort of increases the character of it in A New Hope, that it's missing so many panels and there's wires everywhere when you see like what it used to look like. I think that's cool. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Vangi Hermida from Parts Unknown Predicted Ray will save Luke from turning to the dark side and that something bad has to happen when he faces Kylo Ren. Mm, okay. All right. I feel that's another 50-50. I don't, I, think, I don't think she saved him from the dark side, but I think she saved yeah. him from, you know, chronic depression. So, you know, that's, that's mm. important too. Yeah, I... I think R2, R2 did the hard yards. R2 was the one that got yeah, that over the true. line, I think. That's true, But yeah. um, sadly, sadly, a no on that one. Mm. Josh Johnson from Parts Unknown, this is what you've got to put in where you're from, otherwise you get the Parts mm. Unknown, predicts that we'll get backstories on all the members of the Rogue One squad and maybe even some <laughs> Mendo in some sort of media. Oh, okay. That is brutally wrong. That is very disappointingly wrong because we haven't is heard there, much of any of those any, guys. Yeah. Is there any expanded universe? Is there a comic book that uh, reveals all their secret origins or anything? Yeah, there's like is the there Mendo secret Cat- origins. There's Catalyst, mm. which is the the sort of prequel book to it. Which, but that was out yeah. before Rogue One, and it is exceptional. Oh, okay, right. Like, like if you want to get into some chronic appreciation. It is very, very, very good. All right, I okay. just noticed. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We've got a few more callers on the line, so let's see if they're All We've got someone on a Skype or private line. Who are you or where are you calling from? Hi, it's Catherine from Melbourne. Catherine, Ooh, Catherine Neen. Neen. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah, good, and I thanks. Mu- I yeah. must say uh, happy birthday, if it's your birthday still where you are. I'm not sure how the timeline uses this. No, I'm recovering from the birthday. Ah, oh, it's like that, is it? Uh, Tracy <laughs> made me a special drink. <laughs> so I'm still feeling the effects. Wow. I feel quite bad for um, facilitating you two meeting. But um, enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy it. Now, 
Catherine, do you remember what your prediction was? No idea. I was probably hoping for some you and sexy time. That's probably it. Jeez. Your <laughs> prediction was, and, 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 and this was on the right path. You got close, just in the, with the wrong um, silly thing that I continually go on about. Catherine Kaneen from Melbourne predicts that the Brez, this is Anthony Bresnikan of Entertainment Weekly, mm-hmm. will work Ignite the Green into an EW article. Ooh. She also predicts that we will complain that too much of the movie was in the trailer. And that definitely <laughs> did happen. That's not so much a prediction. But he did work in your Snoke Theory Sucks into several of his articles, which I was... I was very flattered. I was very flustered that he, um, I was talking to him the other day and it's like, you, you did an article where you interviewed Ryan Johnson and you're talking about my silly stickers. It's, it's quite a world we live in, Anthony. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you're close. You're close, Catherine. Oh, yeah, close. Uh, w- w- Far closer we, than what I thought. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Will you be um, whipping up a prediction for next week? Hmm. I'll have to put my predicting cap back on and maybe get my head out of the Raylo thoughts. Okay. That's I thought you were where gonna, it's been sitting. I thought you were going to say get your head out of the bowl where you've just been regurgitating. But uh, that's, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe your hard nights are not as hard as mine. But, uh, yes. All right, Catherine. Well, thanks for calling in. If you want to talk some Star Wars later on, stay on hold and we'll, we'll get to you after the predictions. All right, cool. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Enjoy that hangover. Uh, so, yeah, if you did have a, uh, a prediction and you want to claim it, it is uh, 646-668-8360. If you are not in America, add a plus one to your number or Skype or however you're doing that. Now, uh, Nick from California predicts that we'll find out who the Knights of Ren are and that they're possibly other fallen students of Luke. Wow! Mm. (laughs) That's that's still a theory. Still a theory. Yeah. Mm. And we don't Mm. know any specifics. We don't know their names. We don't know their favourite colours. We don't know if they all have red lightsabers. So we don't know if they have lightsabers. That's true. It is mm. true. A, a, a nice meaty prediction, though, Nick. Good work. That's true. Good work. Mm. Michelle Palmer from Adelaide. Oh, sorry, from Australia. Predicts Ray will get a badass brand name double-bladed mm-hmm. lightsaber. That will be purple or orange. Oh. And that one, sadly for Michelle, wrong. I'm not, how do you feel about, um, you know, because she's had the staff the whole time, Nick Mason. Yep. And um, if you do remember, the Skywalker lightsaber, that ain't working anymore like it used to. Um, Very true. How would you feel about a, a double-bladed or, or like a staff-themed lightsaber being produced by Ray in Episode Nine? I am one hundred and ten percent on board with that. That's kind of where that's kind of where I uh, think it's leading. I think 
even the the Force Awakens poster, I think, uh, sort of alluded to that because she's wielding a staff, and I think there's sort of a somebody's got a lightsaber sort of sort of laid up against that, and I think it's meant to be like this: this is the future, this is what's going to happen. So, I'm I'm on board with it. Mm, I am off board with it. I, I like. <laughs> I, I heard. I, yeah. It's like the just the basic lightsaber, you know. Like I, I sort of, okay. you know, All gave right. um, you know, Count Dooku some props for having a little, you know, little tilt to his handle. <laughs> yeah, you want with the handle? Yeah, you know, add whatever you want. But yep. I, I, I'd like to. I don't know. I, I sort of want the the lead hero just to have your, you know, just just your meat and just, uh, meat you- and veg. Mm. Yeah, okay, you don't want to you don't want her to win based on gimmicks is what you're saying. You, do you feel it's too much of a gimmick for a hero? Yeah. But imagine, imagine episode 9, you're in the cinema. She's she's lit up the lightsaber. She's lit up one end of it. She's she's in a little bit of trouble. She lights up the second one. Imagine the crowd reaction to that. I think they're loving it. I think they're they're they're, they're whooping and hollering in the aisles for that. <laughs> Make those predictions for 2019. Huge. Whooping and hollering. Huge. Mm-hmm. I think a part of my um, apprehension about it is I have to live through the um, 1999, 2000, 2001 gamut of fan films mm. that all had double-bladed lightsabers in them. All of a oh, sudden, I see. Right. Okay, I get you. You, you, yep. couldn't, you couldn't do anything without a double-bladed lightsaber. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh-huh. It was uh it was a crazy time. It was a crazy time. My okay. All right. Our um my good friend Eric Struthers of the Bad Motivators podcast in St. Louis predicts The Last Jedi will feature Leia as a huge hero and she will sacrifice her life in some manner for the greater good. We will cry no. a, lot, a whole lot. A mm. whole whole lot. <laughs> Well, look, he's correct that I did cry a whole lot in 2017, but it was unrelated to Star Wars. So, okay. uh, look, and I, I think what I think is interesting about The Last Jedi is that I think Holdo got, Holdo got that, that noble heroic death that I think everybody... That I, I think my, my prediction for that was that Leia was going to go out in a, in a manner that, that almost exactly like Holdo did. So, mm. Mm, yeah. Yeah, the, and, and I know a lot of people thought just, you know, just swap out, you know, Holdo for Leia. And, um, yeah, right. you know, then you can have Laura Dern in the next film. But, mm-hmm. and, and also a, a very fitting end for uh, Princess Leia. But then we would not have gotten the Luke and Leia scene, which, pure magic. Pure magic. That's true. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one... It's the jury's still out, and okay. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, Nicholas Mason. If Thurbo yeah. comes through on this one, Matthew Thurbin from Sydney, who actually was at the Last Jedi live show that you were on, he made the trip mm. down, which was awesome with him. He predicts the announcement that Mendo will be yeah. in the solo film, returning as director oh. Krennic. Okay. Now, uh, I don't mm. think that will happen, but just based on us not hearing a thing about it as yet, but yes. uh-huh. 
Oh damn! To have to have more Krennic, more Mendo in my life. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I don't know. I I feel like to switch him from a a very very grim uh, and sort of very effect emotionally affecting war movie, and then put him in a, a wacky heist kind of make him kind of the the boss hog in the Dukes of Hazard kind of you know chasing down a young Han Solo. I don't know if that that would work at all, but. Uh, I would like to see more Mendo, so that'd be something. Mm. I just like, you know, I like the um, the Ponda Barber cameo style Mendo. Just just a brief glimmer right, of Mendo. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. That could work too. I'm getting hot and flustered just thinking about it. <laughs> All right, Ben Davis from Parts Unknown predicts approximately half the Rogue One cast will prize their roles on Star Wars. Rebels, including multiple appearances by Mendo. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to understand that th- these were heady days. We were just uh, it was just after Rogue One, so I think that yeah. might be why we're getting just so many Mendo. So many. Predictions. Yeah, right. Do you um, think maybe these were some of Mendo's sock puppet accounts? They were his rock. <laughs> it's like. Hey, more Mendo. I predict, I predict more Mendo. There's a, there's a real trend for Mendo. There's a trendo for Mendo. Hashtag trendo for Mendo. Put him in more stuff, guys. Guys. Oh. You, you, you've come up with a few good hashtags in your time. Trendo so. for Mendo ain't making the yep. list. Ain't no, making the list. Well say. But uh, we had um, Saw Guerrera. We had him yeah, that's right. in, uh, in Rebels. I can't think, I'm not sure if anyone in the chat room can, I can't think of any other Rogue One. Oh, we had uh, Mon Mothma. Gwendolyn, someone, she appeared in um, her voice. So I'm not going to go with approximately half. And, and, and he did say multiple appearances by Mendo. So... That's true. Sorry, Ben. As much as I would have loved that. Here's the thing, Meso. In the trailer yep. for the second half of season four of Star Wars Rebels, the final season, yes. Tarkin oh. does mention Krennic by name, but then I've been told by Dave Filoni that, oh, no, he's just, it's, it's just world building. You know, he's not going to be in it. Right, he's okay, sure, sure. It. Yeah, right. And mm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I found it a little bit annoying that you put it in the show, but don't put it in the trailer. Like, if you're name-dropping him yeah, in the right. trailer, I think he's going to be on the show. If you just mention him You'd on the show, I just go, to... yeah. Mm, you're right. Yeah, if you bring... No, that's absolutely true. If you bring him up... It's, it's, bloody, it's bloody Chekhov's Mendo. If you, if, you, if you name him in the trailer, it is bizarre that he wouldn't appear in the, in the actual... In the show, yeah. But also, I do feel like Mendo's not the kind of guy... And I don't know him at all, but he doesn't, he doesn't, he's never struck me as the kind of guy who would stick around and like appear in like supplementary material and spin off shows. I think they'd be like, hey, Mendo, do you want to be a voice in this, on this cartoon show? And he'd be like, no, nah, I'm going back to, you know, Northern Territory or wherever I live. Dubbo. I don't know. Where do you live? I think he lives in the Hollywood Hills, mate. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Well, he's not leaving. <laughs> God, you've really been sucked in by that Australian accent. Mm, yeah. I, I think he'd be up for it. I, do you know what I mean? If Forrest Whitaker's like going, 
Yeah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll do more of that character. I'll, I'll laugh a little bit more yeah, right, okay. than I should every time I do uh-huh. it, but uh, I will do it. So uh, I think right, I'd right, like right. to think Mendo would be up for uh, a reprisal because it's not much work. Um, I guess that's true. Right. You can do it over the phone. That is true. Well, don't you know that? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> ben also predicted reshoots to The Last Jedi to give a fitting tribute to Carrie Fisher near the end of the film. Leah will be promoted to the highest level in the resistance or she will retire. And as it's been very publicly uh, said that they, they did not alter the script at all for um, mm. the death of Carrie Fisher. And, mm. oh, so I've just, okay. I, I might've been wrong about this. Nick Mason, you're on Twitter. You've put out a Trendo for Mendo call. Now, Emily Lind is also getting behind it. She's pro Trendo for Mendo. Excellent. Thank you, Emily. uh, Let's see if we can get it going by the end of the show. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) How about this for a a prediction? Steele predicts a plucky young bowl-cutted podcaster will cameo in the Weekly Planet comic book. Oh. That did come true. Whoever yeah, does the... Right. Um, yeah. I'm not, who, who does your comic... You have many um, listeners that, like, really outshine the actual level of our podcast with their artistic skills. Who does the comic book? Oh, boy, boy, do they have... Oh, I've... I, oh, I've, I've gosh, is it Ben Davies? Uh, he called in last time. To, uh, to to say hello. So, yeah, they are. Uh, but they from do some great work. It's, uh, he's, he's from the UK, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Admiral Raddus. Remember Admiral Raddus called <laughs> in last time? Yeah, he called in. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. The actual Admiral Raddus, uh, as voiced by Stephen mm. Stanton, called Back in. from the grave. Yeah. So Admiral Raddus predicted that the rebellion will bust up Mendo's next planet killer into a million pieces. Oh, well, I guess in storyline that did happen. So, mm. but um, I'm not sure if we're allowing fictional characters to uh, participate. It's an unfair advantage. That's true. And then I predicted that Stephen Stanton will do a. Wars interview that will blow people away and redefine iTunes. Pretty much cool. spot on. That that was it was a good yeah. interview. It was a good interview. So um, the ever controversial Robbo from New Jersey predicted that Luke will not take the lightsaber from Ray in the Last Jedi. Oh my God! Will announce he yes. will not train more Jedi and that he's disbanding the Jedi Knight and that Ray will either have to talk Luke into it or just roll with it. Okay. Well, that's... Um, that, a lot of that is correct, I feel. That's and he took, pretty he took the good. Lightsaber. Yeah, that is good. Put that on the list. Because throwing it away, that's like... Wow. Yeah, right? That is pretty good. Clark from North Carolina predicted an incredible Luke Stinger shot at the end of the first trailer of The Last Jedi, perhaps even with 
Ignite the Green. Mm. Well, the Luke Singer at the end of the trailer was saying the Jedi must end, but yes. I, wouldn't class it, I wouldn't class it as an incredible shot. More of a shocking revelation. Yeah, right, right, right. So I'm not going to highlight that one. Oh, okay, this is interesting. Jay from North Carolina predicts another innocuous thing in The Last Jedi will cause idiots to lose their minds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people lost their minds. Yep. Uh, He said specifically that Chewbacca and Maz will hook up. Well, that didn't happen, but there definitely was some mind loss. But um, the other thing is... We can't... Mm -hmm. The other thing is it's not that much of a prediction to say that people lose their minds over something in a new Star Wars film. (laughs) No, that's true. That is true. For good or ill, people are going to lose their minds. So mm-hmm. you're correct, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, uh, yeah. Nicholas? Losing their minds, something, something. No, I've lost it. It's gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. Carry on. <laughs> I'm something, just thinking about Trendo for Mando, all right? Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, 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 sorry. Brad Love from Canada boldly predicts a Steel Wars interview with Bart Freebarn will be the greatest Star Wars podcast of all time. Okay. Wow. Did that happen? Well, mm-hmm. It did happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it could be classified as the greatest Star Wars podcast of all time. It does. It's in the top 100. I've I, I got to say that. Okay, sure, yeah. I've got to say Not that. Not just of your episodes, but all, all Star Wars podcasts of all time. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Great. Terrific. It did. Um, you'll enjoy this. Uh, Nick, Bart, who, uh, Uh for those that don't know, Bart is is one of our stand-up comedy podcasting friends from Melbourne and uh, Mm -hmm. a very unique creature. And his theory was that Han and Greedo were friends and that was just their little role play that they do around Tatooine all the time. they, They weren't... They weren't former friends that have turned to enemies. They're, they're, they're still friends right now. Yeah, it's just their little game. Okay. There mm-hmm. you go. All right. Liverpool predicts Ray will be revealed to be Luke's daughter. Ooh. Let's insert Ooh. the family feud bump to that one. <laughs> Do you think there's ever cha- a chance that they'll rec- recant on, you know, the, some people say Kylo Ren's lying. I, I just, uh-huh, I, I, yep. I do not classify that as a possibility. Uh, that's a good question. I think, I think maybe if they were, I think maybe if this were a, a smaller franchise, I think it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if fan backlash caused them to maybe back down and, and maybe change it. Because, I mean, the door, the door, I guess, is technically still open. But I think, given that this is a now a you know it, it's always been a you know multi-billion-dollar juggernaut, now it's a Disney juggernaut. I think they're like, we will tell you what is correct, and and you will like that. So I think no, I, I think the door has been closed. Hmm. I am seeing a few more of these That's trendo for Mendo tweets, by the way, which is it's very a great concerning. it's a great trendo. It's a terrific okay, trendo. This one, 
Um, this one by Kath- Catherine Canine's actually inserted a GIF. So, uh, oh, oh, hello. You, you know it's a serious hashtag once GIFs get involved. GIFs are involved, exactly. Um, that being said, I don't know... Because the, the first one was Abrams, this one is Ryan Johnson, and the next one is going to be Abrams again. Yep. Uh, I... I have to wonder if ego is going to come into play. Like, I don't, I don't know any of the behind-the-scenes machinations of these two guys, but, I mean, it, it would be odd if... I, I, couldn't, I, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if J.J. Abrams, the, the, the world's biggest fan of the mystery box, was a little bit annoyed that Ryan Johnson sort of opened up his mystery box and threw everything into the bin. And then he, in, this, in this next one, he went, you know what, we'll bring him back the mystery box. And guess what? We're going to make it ambiguous again. Like I wouldn't, I I wouldn't entirely put it past him. All right. What about? I don't know what kind of guy I, he is, but yes. What about if I tell you that J.J. Abrams was an executive producer on the Last Jedi? Oh right. And, okay. And and gushed very uh, heavily about how good the script was, saying that he wished he got to direct this one. Okay. Great. Well, in that case. Um, I'm, okay, and and when you think, you know, as we've learned, I guess, in the last few years, it's really the producers and the executive producers that, that sort of steer the ship. So if he's on board, then I, mean, I guess that's the way we're sticking. So, you know, cool. I always find it also quite ironic when people go, like they, they sort of speculate that Ryan Johnson changed JJ's, like, answer. Like, oh, right, the, the, right. They, like that they think that JJ had an like JJ Abrams is not he's a man known to ask questions not answer questions. Oh, for sure, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> it's like you, you're paying yeah. him, uh, you're giving him a lot of credit here for actually having these answers, but having the answer what? in the first place. That's true. I've, if 100 seasons of Lost have taught, has taught us nothing, it's that he had <laughs> many questions, but never. It was just hoping we would we would we would give up before we demanded all the answers. So you're right. That's true. He probably, you know, called cut on the final scene of the force awakens. Then he just went into the star Wars production room on the whiteboard and he just wrote raise parents question mark. And he just left, he just left it for the next director. He's just like, if you want to solve this, <laughs> it's, it's all you. I don't care anymore. So using the Weekly Planet um, judging system of films, adapting it to yes. television shows, is Lost the best TV series ever or the worst TV series ever, in your opinion? I'd have to say, look, I'd have to say it's the worst TV series ever, but I gave up not, oh. even, not even a full season in. So I just oh, had really? this vibe that it was never... Yeah, I, I just had a vibe that the answers were never going to be forthcoming. And then I asked, many years later, I asked, uh, at, the, at the close of the series, I asked James, Mr. Sunday Movies, who'd suffered through every single episode of that series, and I, and I said, okay, remember this thing that happened? Do you remember this thing that happened? Do you remember this thing that happened? Et cetera, et cetera. What were the answers to those questions? And every answer was, we never found out. So I'm, I'm glad I jumped ship very early. Uh, Worst I'm TV best, series ever. I'm best mm. TV series ever. There you go. This is... I'm, I'm looking at all the Trendo for Mendo tweets that have started from people oh, yes. listening live. Uh-huh. And I, I like this uh-huh. one from Colleen. Melbourne is all in for Trendo for Mendo. That is, that is a double very podcast good. reference right there. That is pretty That's good. Very good. That's a, look, I appreciate that, that, it's a, it's a, that they're helping get the, tra- the hashtag going, but it's also a real dig at me. So <laughs> good work. Good. 
Good work. I respect it. I respect the efficiency in 280 characters. Good work. Nice work, Colleen. Aaron Boyd from California predicts that Dave Filoni will announce a new animated series that George Lucas will be involved with. Oh. No go there. Mm. He did predict that that one was going to end, so you you probably should have been a bit more negative in your prediction. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. How about this one? Maybe not the most outlandish prediction, but spot on. Alex from Parts Mm -hmm. Unknown predicted that we will see the death of Darth Maul on Star Wars Rebels. Okay, now I am aware that that happened, and I'm aware that again that was that was a a death that or that that was that was a twist and turn that was kind of it didn't go the way people were predicting, right? Everybody expected it to be this kind of long drawn out episode long sort of duel of the fates once again, but it just sort of ended sort of just like that, right? Actually, quicker than that, yes. Oh, right, okay, quicker, right. Quicker than just like that. Just mm. that. Yeah, that. I okay, actually well, thought... Yeah, right. How it worked out, because I think Maul went for a manoeuvre... I think the one that he tried that he killed Qui-Gon Jinn with and, you know, Obi-Wan very deftly avoided it and, and killed him. I, I think the, yep. the thing was that they not enough time spent with Obi-Wan and Maul and too much of the episode spent with Ezra just walking around a desert being um, a bit of an arsehole, ditching his robot friend chopper. So okay. that right, was, right, right. Uh, but the actual face-off wasn't bad. wasn't bad. Amanda hmm. Ward from MakingStarWars.net and the Ripple Girl podcast predicts that Star Wars... Star Wars Rebels will show us a young Han Solo and Kenobi and will continue to be utterly irrelevant. Oh, you shouldn't have have thrown in the Han Solo. (laughs) Damn it. All right. Mm. Sorry, Amanda. David Marshall, parts unknown, predicts that Benicio Del Toro's character in The Last Jedi will be Ransom Castillo. Castero, Castefo, I think, can't say that surname, from the Bloodline <laughs> novel, which was, no matter how I pronounce it, it was incorrect. He incorrect. was a different character. Max Pallas from the Star Wars Post predicted that Steel's hair, oh, this is good, will be even more fabulous, and the hype for The Last Jedi will be higher than for The Force Awakens. He was half right. Yep, your hair is fabulous. Your hair is better than ever, Steel, I must say. I just got a cut. It's looking pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, Um, some sort of fancy Hollywood establishment? Yeah, sort of. It's just a place I get discount at. Super cut. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, Great. Scott Ellis from Melbourne. Scott Ellis is actually uh, a former Green Guide editor. There, uh, Nick Mason. This actual Scott Ellis. Very good. From Melbourne, predicts a crowd scene in The Last Jedi will feature a character based on Donald Trump. And that did not happen, as far as I know. No, no. On on Gary the dog, but... uh, Yeah, right, right, right. No, no I think if anywhere... Yeah, I think if there was going to be a perfect place to put him, he'd be in the casino scene, but I think that would be plastered all over the, the, the web if that were the case, and I don't remember that at all. 
So yes, well, no. Oh well, some might mm. say he's there. I'd rather, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, um, Andy Campbell from Melbourne predicts an announcement of a Darth Vader standalone film. Mm. And that is a definite no. Um, mm. Mm. I don't know what. Some of these, like, I, I understand that people want to see more of the characters, but like, even with Kenobi, you know, Darth Vader, he's, he's already in seven films. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a couple. That's what a couple. Yeah, yeah. And mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of think maybe, I don't know. I don't think we need to find out any more about Darth Vader. Without it, no, we've got we've got it all. Like, yeah, like detracting mm. from what we know. Mark Perez from California predicts that we'll see a lot of 40th anniversary art revolving around Leia in the wake of Carrie Fisher's passing. Mm. It was a bit. I I I, yeah. I I actually I actually think from Lucasfilm's point of view, they they showed admirable restraint. Hmm. Yeah. Like, when you consider, you know, Pogs... Yes, you know, true. There wasn't that... Yeah. You know, they, they, they did always use her... Um, you know, like in the documentaries, you know, they would close with her saying something, you know, that would make you cry, something poignant about Star Wars and family and stuff. But I, 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 mm. I sort of can't fault them for that. But it, we didn't see, like, you know, a, a really blatant like extra commercialization of Carrie Fisher or Princess Leia, in my opinion. Mm, yeah, I think you're right. Mm. It's, been, it's been tasteful. Yes. And the, the, the tastefulness was highlighted by Billy Lord's amazing, amazing speech at Star Wars Celebration. Not a... Um, right. Not a dry eye in the house on that one, I don't think. Um, uh. Kyle Delaney from Canada predicts another male Skywalker will be found in The Last Jedi. That is um, no. not only a Skywalker, but make mine a dude. And um, <laughs> that is a no. Mm. Max Silburn from Parts Unknown predicts Admiral Akbar will take a bigger role... Oh God! This is very. <laughs> this is listen to this one. Possibly even have a Paul Walker esque send off after the death of oh. um, Eric Boersfeld, who uh, I think both parts of Admiral Akbar died recently, which is very sad. But um, yeah, he did. He did die, but um, mm. no bigger role. He uh, no, his role literally went out the window. So, um, I think, like, I think I, maybe I said this on the reaction podcast. He was honestly this close to just dying on the toilet or dying off screen. It just, it was just like, oh no, we're 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 in trouble, and then bam, dead. He didn't didn't get that hero moment I wanted, you know. So, <laughs> hmm. yeah, but I, oh, so, so the thing with the plot is they kind of mm-hmm. had to. Like, like whether they show him dying or they they had to tell the viewer he was dead because like yep. for the storyline to make sense, Admiral Holdo 
or Vice Admiral Holdo had to be the leader of the resistance while Leia was out yeah, of action. True. And if Admiral Akbar mm. was the leader and Poe was disagreeing, like they already sort of trust each other, so there would be no. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that you wouldn't sort of have that um, that tension. And imagine Poe Dameron having an argument with Admiral Akbar just generally. Imagine, just imagine it. I've seen flyboys like you before. (laughs) That was um, that was not Stephen Stanton level um, Moncal voice. And then our final, our final prediction on our prediction show, Nick Mason, was yourself. I've just seen on Twitter, I've just seen on Twitter, Nick Mason Mm -hmm. at Wikipedia Brown, thanking everyone for making this the number one trending. Hey, look, I called it out and the people, the people responded in droves. And I just want to say, bless you all. May May the force be with you all. So, you know, you, you buy, I believe in the fans. I don't know if you believe in the fans, deal, but I do. All right, mate? All right? All right. We've all learned a lesson. We've all learned a lesson here. Yes. But Nick Mason himself predicted that the first oh, yes. view of Luke in the trailer will be Luke in peril, igniting mm. the green. Oh, no. There, no. Yeah, All right. no, no. So, this is what we've got, Nick. We've got Rob Crosby, Parts Unknown, predicting that in the lead-up mm-hmm. or immediately following the release of The Last Jedi, subsequent spin-offs and saga films will be delayed depending on how the latest storyline is resolved. Look for the release date of Mm. episode nine to be extended up to six months to allow for rewrites. Mm. That one's pretty good. Um, Okay, it's good, but it's dry, I think. It's good. I like it. It's accurate. But I'm not voting for it. All right. Then we've got Robbo from New Jersey who uh, predicts that Luke will not take the lightsaber from Rey in The Last Jedi, will announce that he will not train more Jedi, and mm-hmm. that he's disbanding the Jedi Knights, and that Rey will mm. have to either talk to Luke into doing it or just roll with it. Mm. Okay, that's a good one. I like that one. Mm. Joseph from Pennsylvania predicts that Admiral Akbar won't make it out of The Last Jedi. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty good. Emily Lynn from New York predicted that there would be an official announcement of a live-action Star Wars TV show. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Alex from Parts Unknown predicted that we'll see the death of Darth Maul on Star Wars Rebels. Mm. And they, apart from some of the goofier ones, our uh, Nick Mason will be a good bloke. <laughs> uh, our top five. Great. I wanted four. Damn it. Mm. So I'm going to have to use a actual... I want to do it on Twitter. I feel like that's the easiest way. So, all right. 
I don't know. These are all pretty good. I can't. Mm. Is, there, is there anyone that you would bump out of this Nick Mason? Which one did I just say was the driest one? Admiral Ackbar not making it out of The Last Jedi. No, I no, that's, that's the one I'm voting for. Yes. No, that's the uh, one okay. I'm voting for. So, um, uh, the, the release, the, the Last Jedi, following the release of The Last Jedi, subsequent spin-offs and yeah. films will be delayed. Yeah, I'd probably look. If, look, it's a it's a very accurate prediction, but it doesn't thrill me. So I'm probably I'm, I'd probably get rid of that one. But uh, it's your call, Steel. You are the boss of the Steel Wars. <laughs> what you could do is you could make that a separate tweet, and then you can have people like that tweet, and that could be the the that that could count as a vote, maybe. Oh, that won't no, work at no. all. No, okay, never mind then. All right, so I don't know, like what? Predicting the death of Darth Maul and Star Wars Rebels. Mm. Yeah, it's still, it's it's good, it's good, it's, it's a little bit obvious, yeah. <laughs> but um, mm, I don't know how to go with this one. I don't know if anyone. Yeah, right. Hmm. And uh, Tim Rose is not dead. I've just been alerted to on the uh, chat room from Philly Sports Nerd. No, no disrespect to anyone involved in Admiral Akbar. It's hard to keep track. And it's yeah, been a bloody brutal couple of years for all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to take all five. I'm going to have to set up a... Sh- Okay. Stupid bloody poll on some on stupid bloody poll dot net. Yeah, right, um, right. Get him out there. I, I just I just don't want to play. I just don't want to play prediction god. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, now, Nick. Yes, hello. We did sizzle that you would set yes. off the predictions for 2018. Hmm. Do you have a prediction for 2018 Star Wars plot development or real-world Star Wars news? Okay. Um, oh, boy. Uh, okay, my, my prediction is going to be uh, Alden Ehrenreich, the, the, the young Han Solo, he's not uh, coming uh, back for anything else. I think he's done. Unless he's already said that on the internet, in which case I was right. Mm. I think that's my prediction. I've, I've heard that people don't like him. I've heard people say, oh, he's a bad actor. I've heard people say, oh, he can't, he can't go with the flow. He can't improv on set, etc. I think he's going to do this one, and then I think he's out. All right. One and done for the new Han One and done, yep. Might be a hard yep. one to prove by the end of the year. If they, if yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Unless, but, oh, but, yeah, let, okay, yeah. Hmm. It's fine. I'm, right. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. You know, like maybe it will come. Yeah. Maybe, like who, who, who knows how people are going to react to this Han Solo film these days? Mm, that's true. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think there might be a. I think there might be a lot of people who are like. Who, who were upset with, you know, the various twists and turns of The Last Jedi, who were like, okay, this is what we want. We want some straight-ahead meat-and-potato Star Wars. We want to, 
We want a, we want a Han Solo, we want a heist, we want a, some shenanigans, and they're going to love this one. So, But I think a lot of people are going to be like, eh, not for me. Who doesn't want shenanigans, though? I always want shenanigans. All righty, Nick. Hey, um, mm. I know you've got to get to work pretty soon. I was going to take some calls, uh-huh. but do you, do, do you want to yeah, bail out at, at this point, or you've got time for calls? No, I've got time for calls. Let's stick around, yeah. Okay, nice. All right. Well, we will go into bonus time for our Patreon listeners. If you are listening live, you'll be able to continue. But if you're listening on demand through iTunes or the like, you can sign up to hear all the bonus content, like the bonus section of the Colin Show and our exclusive shows like our listener Q&A, the Making Steel Wars Show, the Robo Report, and more, plus all our archives. So many. There's about 350 episodes waiting to go full-length interviews commentaries all that good stuff patreon.com forward slash steel wars for just three dollars a month nick before we go to bonus time you co-host one of the sweetest little audio casts (laughs) in content land tell us about it uh well i host the weekly planet which is a podcast about Movies and TV shows and comic books and and, and video games. So it's a, it's a, it's a little broader than Steel Wars, but uh, look, we don't know much, but we're giving it a go. But I would say probably I, what I would recommend is uh, if you if you want if you want some more content, if you love Steel Wars, you want some more content, you should go to PlanetBroadcasting.com, which is the network we're all a part of, and there's just tons of great shows on that. So if you want to if you want to get in deep on on comic books or video games or you want to you laugh and learn, just go to bloodyplanetbroadcasting.com and that's, that's where you can find everything. Is that, is that the new um, broadcasting catchphrase, laugh and learn? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, edutainment. Well, the podcasts are going to be... That's my prediction for 2018. Edutainment podcasts are going to be the way forward. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And um, CK Cat one in the chat room is, is hoping for some tram talk in the bonus section. So <laughs> Okay, we'll, we can do that. We can do Okay, it. we'll see if anyone's been complaining about The Last Jedi on on the tram. But I highly if you want to like both Star Wars and, and all things comic comic book movies and pop culture, all that good stuff, it is such a fun listen every week. So check out Weekly Planet. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you're tuning in. If you uh, can't listen live, make sure that you've emailed to prediction at steelwars.com your prediction for 2018. You've seen how it's done. You've seen where mistakes can be made, where you can lose it all. And uh, in the next day or so, I will put up a voting thing so people can uh, pick which of their predictions will win. And hopefully we can get that person on the line to award this mystery package that I'm sure mm-hmm. will include many quasi-bootleg T-shirts. So uh, <laughs> look forward to that. It's, it's parody. It's fine. Charlie Pickering actually told me that. So we Oh, yeah, yes, we... fair use. It's fine. Okay. Everything's cool. All right. Let's hit that call-in show. Thanks to everyone who is listening off to the bonus section. May that force be with you. Hashtag Trendo for Mendoz. Oh.
So, uh, Meso, what's been happening on the trams? Any any interesting uh, activity that you can report back? People people want this tram report. Oh no, it's just been quiet still. I had to work. I had to work Christmas Day and Boxing Day, and it's just it's just no. It's just been it's been drama free, which has been a delight. So, look, if if I'll, I'll also be working New Year's Eve, so if anybody wants to get on the tram and cause a ruckus, uh, that would uh, kind of brighten it up. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.